Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Wednesdays around here, we do something called the Great Debate Series, where we take a topic that is inspired by the news, Perloff, and we debate it. Hence the great debate series. (laughs) Pretty straightforward. (laughs) Let's hit it. Today's great debate. Here we go. The great debate series. And today's great debate inspired by Florida State University. Perloff, ever heard of them? Getting robbed of a spot in the college football playoff. We are doing the greatest sports robberies, screw jobs, injustices, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. The biggest ones we've ever had in sports. I don't know if FSU is going to make the cut. Well, I, I think we should rule FSU out. I okay. think you need a little bit of perspective. That happened three days ago. <laughs> it was Can they make the list? <laughs> I, I honestly feel like, you know what? No. Let's put them on there because people want to call in and say this is the worst screw job in sports history. I want to hear it. Well, and I know that we have a lot of wrestling fans. Not to be conflicted with the Montreal screw job. No, no, no. The greatest sports screw jobs of all time. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> we know, Pete. I knew you were going there. Uh, would you like to go first, sir? Okay. Let's go into our time machine. Woo! I'm doing the uh, Wayne's World Time Machine. All the way back to a time called 2018, pre-pandemic. <laughs> what was that? Uh, 2018 NFC title game. Now, I know this is recent, and we've gotten some criticism in our Great Debate series for going too recent. But to me, it is the Rams-Saints NFC title oh. game. Let me paint the scenario for you. A minute 49 left. Score tied at 20. The Saints are driving. They throw the ball down to Tommy Lee Lewis. Who could forget Tommy Lee Lewis? As the ball is heading to him from Drew Brees' arm, he gets... Tackled by Nickel Roby Coleman. No flag. Mm. If if they had called the flag, then the Saints could have kneeled and won the uh, hit a short field goal to win the game. Instead, the Rams come out on top. Let's hear the sound. Quick snap. Breeze. Passes incomplete. No flag for Tommy Lee Lewis. Nickel Roby Coleman delivered a hit. And the two officials talked to each other. Crowd's going crazy as there's no flag right on the Saints' sideline. Well, if Mikel Roby Coleman plays the ball, it's an interception. It's probably going the other way with it. I mean, the ball's on the other side of Roby Coleman, and but that should have been a penalty. So basically, the Rams 
uh, the Saints kicked the field goal. The Rams came down, kicked a tying field goal, and the Rams won in overtime. Went on to the Super Bowl to lose to the Patriots 13-3. And I think the Saints were a better team. They probably could have beat kind of a down Patriots team. Cost the Saints a second Super Bowl, possibly. The next year, they decide to uh, review pass interference plays. Didn't work. And now we're stuck with bad pass interference calls (laughs) all over the place. So I don't know what we've learned from that. But there was multiple lawsuits. And to me, to get onto this list, some legislator has to sue. If there's no lawsuit, <laughs> like Florida State, you, yeah. you need some legal action. And this was so big that it actually got somewhere in the courts. This, to me, is the ultimate screw job. It's a good one. Now, I decided to not go with any referee call because that call, as bad as it was, yep. the no call, there were a million times and a million ways Drew Brees and the Saints could have won that game. And they could have it, it shouldn't have all come down to that one call that led to this domino effect. So I can't say it can just be one bad call as the ultimate sports screw job. What I think is the biggest robbery screw job in sports is the Seattle Supersonics leaving Seattle mm. and going to Oklahoma City. Now this was classic new owner Howard Schultz sells to Clay Bennett. Clay Bennett was from Oklahoma City. At first said he was never going to move the team, but he wanted a new arena or upgrades to Key Arena. They couldn't receive the public funding, but a deeper dive on this will show that a Washington State senator by the name of Frank Chop never actually brought the proposal to the people of Seattle to even vote on whether or not they wanted public funds to improve the arena. Like, ultimate screw job. We don't know what people would have voted for. There were on both sides of the of, of taxpayers paying for stadiums. But there was a major caveat here in that Steve Ballmer, who was then the CEO of Microsoft still, was willing to pony up $150 million of his own money to try and keep Seattle and the Supersonics in Seattle. So it wouldn't have been the full freight that the taxpayers would have had to pay. At least that's how I'm reading it now. This obviously all went down in April 2008. This is a franchise that had Sean Payton, excuse me, Gary Payton, Sean Payton, going off of your uh, 2018, (laughs) of Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and a proud franchise in a city that loved basketball. And in April 2008, the last game was played. I mean, Kevin Durant was a part of that Mm. organization. And who knows, like, the legacy and the 41 years of professional basketball in Seattle was wiped away. You know, it's a really, really good one. But I'm just curious, there were two famous football moves, the the Colts moving in the middle of the night and the Browns leaving Cleveland. Wouldn't those, I thought those were just slightly more intense because there's documentaries about both. Totally. So here's why I went with Seattle is because we don't even have the Supersonics anymore. Yeah, they they never got a team. We still have a version of the Browns. We still have a version of the Colts. Like, we got the Ravens out of this, so we got an expansion. Well, we still have a version of the Sonics. A a different, not an expansion. We got a new franchise. Well, okay. So your argument is that those cities got new teams eventually. Yeah, they did. And and they got the the name, the legacy, all that stuff. Like, if you're Seattle, that, that franchise is now just over. Like you're the Thunder now, like and, and it's not even. It doesn't feel like a continuation of the of the Supersonics. What if Seattle gets a team back next year? Well, that it feels like it's been so long that it doesn't really fix that injustice. I don't think it does. At the same time, I think that Vegas is what's on everyone's radar yeah. now in terms of expanding. So I don't even know if Seattle is going to get but us. Usually, you expand two teams. So I, I think would, it's going back to Canada. 
I would hope Seattle would be the Montreal. I would hope so too. Or Vancouver. Back to Vancouver, maybe. Again, Vancouver at least is still the Grizzlies that I'm going to Memphis. Like you keep the name, you keep some association, maybe. Supersonics is just gone. It's like poof, it's just over. Ah, uh, we'll see. Maybe they come back. I mean, we just got the Kraken. That's true. Okay. That is a good one. And you forgot Xavier McDaniel, my favorite Sonic. How could I? EJ, biggest screw job robbery in justice and sports is what? So Perloff was on the right track, I think, with pass interference calls, but he got the wrong pass interference call. So this one goes back to the 2003 Fiesta Bowl. You have Miami, uh, the Miami Hurricanes going for a second back-to-back national championship against Ohio State. And an incomplete pass in the end zone somehow gets called a fly. Here's a call from the great Keith Jackson. Lorette's up there as a, as a wide out, too. The ball goes into the end zone, and it is incomplete. Intended for Gamble. Now there is a penalty flag thrown. Hold on. Hold the phone. Everybody comes running down on the field. you got to get off because there's a penalty flag thrown, and I think it's against Miami. And if it's thrown in the end zone, the ball will be placed on the one-yard line. Miami, you're talking about the greatest college football team of all time, really truly would have been crowned that had they got a second national championship. So many NFL players. And look, you could hear the fireworks. You hear the crowd cheering. If you watched this, you saw Miami players running onto the field celebrating. Ohio State players crying. Craig Krenzel, the quarterback, on the ground. Everyone thought the game was over except for that bozo referee who was at the back of the end zone (laughs) who threw the flag about five minutes after the play happened and said that it was a pass interference, which it was not, by the way. Glenn Sharp covering Chris Gamble, hit him right as the ball came there. So clearly not a pass interference. And to decide the game like that, put Ohio State on one-yard line and allowed him to go ahead and win that game. Absolute egregious situation. Another robbery for the Miami Hurricanes, which seems to happen quite often in the history of college football. And NCAA just seems to love to screw Miami anytime they got. This was probably <laughs> the worst of it all. So I'm taking the 2003 Fiesta Bowl, Miami-Ohio State. The pass interference call that should not have been called is the worst sports Screw job. Wow. All right, Pete Pilati, what do you have? Well, I'm gonna you know what? I see Andrew Bogish in here. Let's I'm gonna let him go first and okay. I'm gonna say my full list. All right. All right. Andrew, Andrew Bogish is jumping in today. He's actually gonna be hosting uh Bill Ryder's show after us, but you just needed to get in on this great I debate. See. Yeah, and Pete's being a gentleman here because I think we have the same one because we're gentlemen as a whole. Yeah. That's right. Are you, though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Maggie, I am. Contrary to popular belief in this room, I Sometimes. am a gentleman we when power push comes to the, shove. The, the, the meanest people on the show, and I believe you are number one with a bullet. But anyway. Well, <laughs> it's also relatively speaking. <laughs> it's true. Uh, well, I'm going to go with a referee call, an umpire call. Armando Galarraga oh, pitched a perfect game. A good one. He pitched a perfect game, and oh. Jim Joyce, for whatever reason called safe instead of out at first base on the 27th and final batter. I said at the time, and I still believe it now, baseball should have fixed it. Yep. They could, it, there was no repercussions. There was no butterfly effect. It was the last play of the game. They should have retroactively given him one. We'll always remember his name, but he should have a perfect game on his resume. He absolutely got robbed. You are so right. And actually, there is a butterfly effect, though, because then we got replay in baseball. That was a smoking gun. But it wasn't like in the seventh inning, they get eight more batters. The game was over. The game was over. over. I disagree. 
Because it's like Pete Rose not making the Hall of Fame. He made a career out of not making the Hall of Fame. This play, if it was just another perfect game, another no-hitter, we would remember it. But now we always remember it because of how it ended. It is a screw job, though. It yeah. is an all-time it's a, robbery. It's a screw job. But then they became friends, and they I know. Turned Shame on Galarraga for being nice. I would never be <laughs> friends with him. What about the fact that they turned it into a positive? None of these other things ended up positive. I'm sure Andre Galarraga must wake up in a cold sweat at least once a month just being like, ah, Joyce. Sorry, I, I actually buy his. I, he forgave him. I yeah, thought that was did. a beautiful moment. They say about uh, holding grudges, it's like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Yep. <laughs> Bigger man than me. Yes, Pete? Well, no, I, I'm just saying, like, it is a precursor to instant replay. Yep. And also, you could tell how egregious it was because the next day, Jim Joyce goes out there and basically bawling his eyes out when when yeah. Colorado Good brings Morning out America, the right? Or Today Show or something? Uh, not, this uh, was on the field. On the field. No, Listen, I, that, I thought that he would. Did he sit down at one of the morning shows, too? Am I, did he I make did that eventually, up? I think, but this was like the very next day on the field. He did the P show, I think. Oh, did he? He came on with us. I, I seem to remember. By the way, that's just a Tuesday for Angel Hernandez on Bad Call. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I don't no even tears. know if he qualifies. <laughs> Great call. Pete, was that yours also? That was mine. Yeah, that's, that's why I, I, I had Andrew uh, kindly state it uh, better than I He would. actually whispered in my ears. I sat down, what's yours? I was like, you're not going to have mine. What is it? Armando Galarraga. Yeah, that's mine. I'm like, are you kidding Wait me? Wait a minute, <laughs> Pete. I thought you were doing the uh, Canadian figure skaters. No, not not them. Not them. But I had a bunch of other ones, though. The Pete, Pete For me, Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame is a big injustice considering the fact that there's sports betting everywhere now. Yeah. It's a total hypocrisy in, in sports. So, I mean, the guy uh, guy doesn't help himself, but, I mean, it's time to, to cut our losses here and put him in the Hall of Fame. Um, and then a uh, big injustice for me, NBA leaving NBC. I think that's re- really led to, mm. to where we are now with players not really caring about the regular season because NBA on NBC really made you care Ooh, about the regular season. I didn't expect that. What about the weed? Rumble rock, baby. What's that? What about the weed? Oh, uh, that too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but trust me, there was weed in the NBA yeah, when it was on. on NBC. It was just illegal back then. Not yeah. anymore. Ricky Davis played in this league. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Davis. <laughs> oh, man. I remember the day that Christian Leitner got suspended for weed. I was like, man, everybody's smoking. <laughs> That's the contact high, though. 855 212 cbs Okay. There you have it. We're doing the biggest sports robberies, screw jobs, injustices off of Florida State not being named a college football playoff finalist. Yeah. Uh, it's a good one today. I got to be honest. Uh, the first caller has one that I kind of wish I had done too because this is a good one. Okay. Well, why don't we just get right yeah. to it? Sean is in Oregon. has got a good one for us. Good morning, Sean. What's up? Hey, we got to go with the tuck rule, you guys. Mm. Okay. The most crooked organization in sports. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck rule's a good one. Off the field, losers off the field is the the Patriots. You know what would Aaron Rodgers say if his owner got caught in a uh, massage parlor? You know, you see the guy. You talk about text messages. Did he have to destroy his phone over those text messages? You know, this is the nastiest organization in sports. You know, Sean. Here's one thing I te- I had forgotten about the Robert Kraft thing. And when we talk about screw jobs, we should probably not talk about Robert Kraft in some Ayo. kind of massage. <laughs> but I'm the mean one. It was right there, Sean. Thank you. Um, if I was Brady, I would also destroy my phone. And the reason is because I don't want everyone in the NFL seeing who I'm calling and texting with. I feel like those would have leaked out in some totally unrelated way to Deflategate. Okay, I like to- someone's just up in your business. I totally agree with that. But Deflategate, he clearly did it. Yeah. But that's right about the tuck rule. Now, the tuck rule technically 
you could argue that it was within the rules. But that is one of the great screw jobs. I mean, the Raiders won that game, basically. Okay, so all-time screw job. That was in the divisional round, though. Yeah, it but, was uh, not the championship round. You would have had to still beat the Steelers to get to the Super Bowl. Well, that same team, I believe they made it the next year, the Raiders. They had a great chance to yeah. go ahead. And no, that, I know. I that know. was a snow game, and the, the mm-hmm. Raiders, I give them credit for even being in that game. They were the better team at that than point, the Patriots. At that point in time, that ended the John Gruden era at that time yeah. in, in, in Oakland. You know, he was yeah. the hot coach, and they eventually ended up trading him to the Buccaneers, yep. but and then uh, their Bucks beat them uh, in the Super Bowl, right? The yeah, next so, year, yeah, so, because they didn't change the place. So that loss it not only cost them that game; it might have cost them the next Super Bowl because they had Bill Callahan coaching them, not realizing that John Gruden's going to know everything you're doing, and maybe he's get, again change up your signals, change yeah. up your play calls, and they did not. So it really that was almost a double whammy. It's an all-time screw job. It totally is. So here we go. Around the horn. Perloff has. I have the 2018 NFC title game. No pass interference. Saints lose to the Rams. I have the Seattle Supersonics leaving Seattle. All-time screw job on the fans of a franchise that had been there for 41 years. EJ? Miami, Ohio State. Bad pass interference call. Keeps Ohio State on the field. They end up winning the national championship. And Bogish slash Bilotti. The Armando Galarraga non-perfect game. There you go. And Sean in Oregon had the tuck roll. 855-212-4CBS. Good to see you, Bogus. You Thanks too, guys. In. Hey, y'all. 855-212-4227. The all-time biggest screw jobs in sports. What do you have for us? This is off of Florida State being left out of the college football playoff. More Maggie and Perloff next. All right, we're back on Maggie and Perloff. I hate to do this. I'm going to totally go off the rundown. This is, did not talk about this. I love, you know how you love breaking news to somebody? Yeah, sure. Yes. You know, this is You've one got that, news? This is delicious. <laughs> Wait, this is, what? And I'm so glad that I get to tell you live this little tidbit. Wait, you got news? It is, it is news. That, I didn't break it, but it's out there. Okay. It's out there. Can you guys guess who the time person of the year is? And you might have heard of Deion Sanders. No, he was the sportsman of the year for Sports Illustrated. <laughs> oh, the okay. time person of the year. Uh, Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> Not Victor Jim Harbaugh. Connor who, Stallions. Who is the Deion Sanders of the non-sports Elon world? Musk. Oh, please, no. That would have been a good one. It's Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift <laughs> is a time person of the year. Talking about great controversies. Man. That's a good one, right? Why? Was Jason Kelsey not available? <laughs> he turned it down. <laughs> Taylor Swift was time. Was Mahomes tied up getting her nails done? Wow. I mean, that's a good pick, by the way. She's, that is a good That's going to sell some magazine covers. Year. Yeah, I mean, her concert sort of changed the whole business. Her, her concert tour and the movie changed the business. Going to be honest, like, it's one thing for, like, People magazine to make her person yeah. of the year. We're talking about time. I'm not going to tell them to stay in their lane. I know a lot of people over there because they are owned by the same people on SI. But uh, we got, like, multiple, like, international conflicts going on got a lot of things happening in this great big world besides but, the eras tour but it's a it's a positive like it, i think the other options would have been a negative yeah i, I by the way i got to double check that here's well, going to make it the leader yeah. of hamas or something I mean, just, you, know, you know nothing like that but they usually do go in those directions you know yeah, right. world leaders uh yeah i got to make sure that there are multiple people of the year which is a new trend uh, you know time has our 100 it's a hedge but, it's a cover of uh taylor swift with her r- red lipstick blue eyes and sort of a a weird outfit going on. Uh, t- <laughs> She's got a turtleneck. So, anyway, so it's time for We know that from that description. 
What's Could that? Have, it's definitely Taylor Swift. No one in the yeah. raid listening would think it was anybody else, given that description. Great talent, weird outfits. By the <laughs> way, my daughter says that Taylor Swift dresses like a mom, and this is the most mom outfit I've ever seen in my Let me life. See. It is, uh, yeah, my daughter who's it's 13. It's just a picture of her face. How can you even tell what she's wearing? She's wearing a corduroy jacket and, and a denim shirt and a turtleneck. That is not, that's, that's mom clothes. So, don't think that's I always, a, that, I always is can't that, tell if I should be offended by this because I am a mom and I'm certainly well, wearing my, clothes. Trust me, if you got inside the head of my 13-year-old, she thinks she, that, she not only are we old, lame. we're basically dead, we're so old. <laughs> oh, man. 855-212-4CBS. All right, well, the great debate series for today is the greatest injustice, screw job, robbery in the history of sports. So I was taking it around the horn for a second. Perloff picked. 2018 NFC Title game, Saints got screwed, Rams advanced to the Super Bowl. I picked the Seattle Supersonics getting taken out of Seattle, EJ. Miami screwed by the refs in the in the National Championship game, 2003, Ohio State wins. 2010, Armando Galarraga getting screwed out of a perfect game. All right, let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. What do you think? Let's go to Corby is in Boise. Good morning, Corby. How are you? Good. I'm. I'm good. Uh, my mine is the 1972 Olympic Games. USA basketball getting screwed out of the gold medal because they kept giving Russia the ball back three or four times before they finally won the game. Uh, that's my screw job. Yep, it was an all timer, Corby. Thanks for bringing that one up. It's yeah. great. It's the Doug Collins still like a uh, salty and the 72 team salty that. Doug Collins sunk a couple free throws that put the United States on top. There's about 40 seconds left, I believe. Uh, or excuse me, there were three seconds mm. left, pardon me. And they let Russia inbound the ball like three different times, basically, until they scored. I mean, <laughs> listen, if you can't trust Russian sports, I don't know what you can trust. <laughs> you can't trust FIBA? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Airtight organization. But no, that is a great one. And there's documentaries about yeah. it. And it's. You, I, I mean, obviously none of us know we're there, but it's uh, incredible to me that this actually happened. Imagine if that happened in 2023. The outrage would be out of control. Crazy. Let's go to Dominic is in San Francisco. Hey, Dom. Hi, how are you? Thank Good. you for taking my call. You got it, pal. What's up? Good. Um, I believe I have. The, if you look up in the dictionary, sports screw jobs, the original one is the Immaculate reception. Wait a second. Wait. You're saying the ball hit the ground? The ball not only hit the ground, but it hit Frenchie Fuqua first. And back then, if it hit the offensive player and then another offensive player, it was no good. It hit basically the same time the offensive and defensive player, didn't it? It was close. No. It hit Frenchie Fuqua right in the chest. And then... And then the ball hit the ground when Franco Harris grabbed it. The Raiders got jobbed. It ricochets off of him like a slingshot. And I don't know, Dominic. And then it's yes. another offensive player, which is which is against the rules back in the 70s. You know, we had another one, a good one from uh, Dom. Thank you so much. From uh, Sean in Oregon who said the tuck rule. So you get the yep. Raiders a couple different times. Getting on the on the wrong side of a screw job. Yeah, and now look at the Raiders. <laughs> All could have been different. Now wait, I got to double check this because I recall that the ball hit Fred Fuka, but it also hit hit the Raiders defender at the same time. Uh, 
It did. They're, they. Yeah, well, it's a simultaneous. Uh, no, no. Well, that caller is wrong. He said it clearly hit French. That is not the case. This you could slow this down a million times. It looks. It's not clear. It's close. It's very. And it very definitely close. like there's no proof it hit the ground. Anyway, I can't believe I'm arguing <laughs> like this happened on Thursday night or something. <laughs> yes, it was the Sunday bad call and also the immaculate reception. The same, same. We're arguing all this stuff. Glenn's in Sacramento's got a good one. Glenn, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I think the uh, the Dallas Cowboy game, uh, when Dez Bryant yep. hand, caught the ball, switched hands, crossed the goal line, and they said that was no catch. A football move. And that's when a football move wow. really entered the lexicon. Glenn, it's a great one. Thank you. We're still talking about that because we still are arguing about what's a catch in the NFL. Well, the, you know it's a great all-time controversy when it has a name. Like, you just say the Dez catch, non-catch. Everyone knows exactly what game you're talking about, where they were when they watched. It's just like the tuck rule. Just like these famous, I think, the uh, the Saints-Rams game. Yep. You just will never well, forget it. What's so great about the Dez is that it has to be called the catch-no-catch. Catch yeah. Because we still can't decide no even what it is when we talk about it. Was it a catch? What is, was it not a catch? Uh, no idea. And by the way, of and course I, it wasn't I think catch. I have my timing right. The, the Cowboys, in part, advanced because of a controversial call against the Lions the game before where there was a clear pass interference that they missed. I think it was the same playoffs. So, I mean, that's football. They were all It's a hard sport to officiate. There's always going to be calls. That one will go down in history. Oh, definitely. But it also, it just like, it now the minutia of what a catch is, like, it, it made it worse. It, it, it was injustice for Dez and the Cowboys, but it ultimately, I think, hurt the NFL because – it's like you're parsing the language. It's yeah, like, but no, but that controversy actually makes it interesting too. You know, it doesn't really hurt the NFL, obviously, because I think the fact that you arguing over a call is not necessarily if it's close enough, it doesn't hurt the league. It makes it more interesting in a way. I guess, but we still don't know what it catches. We this is this is insanity. Matt is in Sacramento. Good morning, Matt. What do you have? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm saying the city of Oakland the fans. Losing three franchises within God five years. Mm. You know, Matt, I I didn't go with the with Oakland. I could have when I went with Seattle SuperSonics. Thank you for the phone call. Losing uh, Seattle, losing the SuperSonics because I thought it was an all time screw job. It, because the people of Seattle never got a chance to vote on whether they actually wanted to fund the stadium, right? Like the, the Oakland is well. I mean, so one, layered. Th- one thing about and I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. The Warriors, at least they're in the Bay Area still, so you can still root for them and see them on TV. Not nearly as bad as Seattle just going to Oklahoma City. Right. Uh, they didn't and, even keep the name. And the A's thing has been a mess. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I don't think Oakland wants the A's as they're currently constituted uh, in Oakland. You know, they got to fix that franchise for many, many reasons. Hey, but by the way, did you see the uh, Major League Baseball draft lottery, the second ever draft lottery where the A's yeah, would have had the best statistical chance and yeah. they didn't get it. it went, went to Cleveland. The, Cleveland went from <laughs> nine to one. Yeah. Was, nine to one. Isn't that what it was? They, I think they had something like a five or 6% chance of getting the number one pick and they got, Oh man, he has that in his update. We just blew that for you, Manny. Hold tight. Uh, Mark is in Michigan. We're talking about all time screw jobs in sports. Mark, what do you have? Yeah, I'm a Nebraska fan in 1994. Maybe a lot of people won't remember this, but Nebraska fans will. The Orange Bowl game with Florida State uh, it had a Big East 
officiating crew, and I can still see the guy. And I can remember John Saucy was his name. And after the game, Trev Alberts just talked about how um, they were protecting Charlie Ward. I mean, he just kind of ingest because at the end of the game, there were penalty after penalty, and they were just absolutely blown calls. And, and one of them was on Baron Miles, who was a safety for Nebraska, who held up as a guy was going out of bounds, and they called him for a late hit. It set up Scott Bentley, who was like on the cover of Sports Illustrated, a kicker who was like their top recruit. He kicked a field goal to put Florida State ahead. Mm-hmm. Nebraska still had a chance because they completed a long pass with like four seconds left and had a 45-yard field goal. But that was just inept officiating. Wait, did they, who won the game? Incredible. Did, is that the one Nebraska won or the one Nebraska lost? That was the one that Florida State won yeah. at the okay. end of the 93 season. Yeah, but... And, Oh, the 93 seed, I was going to say. But in Nebraska, they won the, the year, next Florida two. State lost to Notre Dame in November yeah. and got back in the NCAA championship race because Notre Dame lost to Boston College the next week. But, of course, Nebraska went on to win three of the next four years national championship and even could have won in 96 had they not lost to Texas in the Big 12 title game. So, But 93, that, that oh. Orange Bowl game for the 94, January 1, was just, it's horrible officiating. Mark, like it was yesterday with you recounting that, thank you so much. Ultimately, good call. But again, like Nebraska does end up becoming the, you know, they were the preeminent uh, program in the 90s. Yeah, Saints One never, my, my choice, the Saints never got back to the Super Bowl. Your choice, Seattle never got a team yet. Uh, Andres Galarraga never got his perfect game. <laughs> right, exactly. Armando. Armando got <laughs> <laughs> Big Cat uh, Andres Galarraga never got a perfect I loved game. Either. He was a great hitter. <laughs> One of my favorite players, even though he's uh, brave. Sick first baseman, too. Uh, how about Andy, also in Michigan? Hey, Andy, how are you? Hey, pretty good. Thanks, guys, for taking the call. Love your show. I'm so pissed that you've moved to mornings instead of afternoons because I like you better in the afternoons because whatever. Anyway, um, uh, this is one that not many people, not as many people know about. Um, in the late 80s, Boxing, Olympic boxing, Roy Jones Jr. Yep. got screwed out of the gold medal totally. by Park C. Hun. Um, it, it, it was such a landmark case that uh, it officially that they changed how boxing was scored after that after that uh, that boxing match. You know what's so funny about that, Andy? And thank you. And and sorry we don't sync up with your schedule as much anymore. But thank you for finding us in the mornings. We appreciate that so much. What was Crazy about that is, first of all, like Roy Jones Jr. went on to have this incredible professional career. So I think that's why it is remembered as an all-time robbery. But had he not gone on to have this great pro career where he made millions of dollars and got all this fame and fortune, I think it would have... It would have felt like more of a screw job, but yeah. he became Roy Jones Jr. Like it's he, interesting. Like we're judging these screw jobs based on what happens afterwards. Sometimes, yeah. According according to uh, an article that I read when we were getting ready to do this topic, uh, Park the um, the other the boxer who ended up winning, um, Park Si Hun, won the gold because the Olympics were in Seoul, South Korea. He's South Korean. He won the gold. Roy Jones Jr. wins the silver. That uh, he said he wishes he had the silver because it kind of like weighs on him even though it, it wasn't his decision like he's feeling yeah. the guilt about it i mean boxing like, boxing decisions you could do 10 of those probably for boxing <laughs> aficionados absolutely okay guys keep them coming all-time injustices robberies in sports uh and if you want to weigh in on the chat as well youtube.com slash cbs sports radio is where you can go twitch.tv slash cbs sports radio here is manny
Good morning. The Eagles, they will look to bounce back from their Week 13 loss to the Niners in front of the whole nation on Sunday night as they travel to Jerry's World to take on the Cowboys. It's no secret, however, Jalen Hurts has been dealing with the knee injury all year long. Despite this, his backup 2014 Heisman Trophy winner Marcus Mariota saw the playing field for just the first time this season on Sunday. But former top overall pick David Carr says it's time to pull the plug, Perloff. Put Marcus in there, win a couple games, maybe you have the number one seed still. You might have it. I'd say he's probably better playing quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, right now, he would be more productive. Guys, is it time? What? Is it time for the Eagles to move on to Maggie's favorite duck of all time, Marcus Mariota? <laughs> oh, I thought it was Dennis Dixon. I do love Dixon. Um, uh-huh. I can't believe that Carr would. He's got to be trolling on this. Like even well, a hobbled Jalen Hurts again. Love. He's Mariota. not that hobbled anyway. I know exactly. He, he, but he did have a concussion, which is a little tricky. So why they put him back in the game? I don't know. We got to be fair. I mean, they he was cleared of the concussion. Yes, he, he was saying he had a concussion, but. He yeah. was uh, still. It felt the game was out of reach. It was odd that they put him yeah, back definitely. in, even if he was testing for a concussion. You know, I got I have these many Philadelphia sports text threads, and my friend was saying this whole thing is Jalen Hurts' fault. What are you talking about? He was he had three hundred yards, a touchdown, and no picks against San Francisco. He had, I think the best performance against San Francisco we've seen from any quarterback this year. So what was wrong with Hurts? I mean, well, Hurts. You watch that game. You it was want a, Hurts to sit against the Cowboys? No, Why? I don't. I don't want Hurts to. No, 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 no. I definitely want. I do not push Goddard. And if Lane Johnson so much as limps, get him out out of the field. Hurts is obviously going to play, but I, I'm, I do understand what. Da- but David weren't Carter you advocating said, earlier that you think that Jalen Hurts should not play in this game because no, no, you I think they're going to lose anyway? I would say the Eagles should consider load management here. Uh, now, Hurts, if, if the game's a blowout and Hurts is limping at all, yeah, pull him for sure. Like. Yesterday, for example, the Niners game, there's no reason he should have come back. I mean, you got to protect him. Something like that happens in Dallas, and they put him back in. I think everyone is rightly going to be screaming. This is It's an important game, but there's a reality of you got to keep these guys healthy. That's the most important thing. Coming out of this healthy is way more important than a win. What else you got, man? Oh, I got some more baseball hot stove. Did you guys know that the MLB lottery was last night? Yeah, second installment of it. Did they have a production like the NBA does? They, they kind of did, yes. So he, <laughs> tell us, Mr. Brad Paisley. Yeah, Brad Paisley. Who won the lottery? With the first overall pick in the 2024 MLB draft. I've got it backwards. There it is. Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland Guardians had a two percent. So <laughs> Guardians had a two percent chance of winning the whole thing. They beat out eight other teams with better odds, including the Oakland Athletics, the Kansas City Royals, and the Colorado Rockies, all of which had an eighteen percent chance of winning the first pick. Uh, tops in the league. Cleveland, you guys actually won it on the second try on Tuesday. What? They did it twice. The first drawing of four ping pong balls at the Gaylord Opryland Resort and Convention Center in Nashville. That's why Brad Paisley was there. Yeah. Came up with a 3-9-11-13, a winning combination for the Nationals among 1,001 combinations. But Washington was ineligible to pick in the top six because the CBA states a team that pays in the revenue-sharing plan cannot have a lottery pick in back-to-back years, and the Nationals chose outfielder Dylan Cruz with the second pick this year. Interesting. So if you're a team that makes enough money, you can't have back-to-back lottery picks? Yeah. The Mets, I mean, they, they because of their luxury situation, they went from 9 to 19. Oh, yeah. Well. Ah, funny you bring that up because the New York Mets, the Yankees, and San Diego Padres are likely 
each likely to drop 10 slots in the draft because they exceed the threshold for the second luxury tax surcharge and were not winners of the top this six. very complicated for Brad Paisley. <laughs> so, yeah. Brad Paisley goes yeah. like, what? Yeah, he's like, can I get a guitar up here and just start singing? Where's Peyton Manning? And so after the ping pong balls were redrawn, 8, 14, 10, 7 were selected. Guardians combination. Bingo. They win. <laughs> yes, the Reds, Rockies, Yahtzee. A's. Reds, Rockies, A's, and White Sox round out the top five. Okay. Manny, thank you so much for those headlines. Appreciate that. Coming up, we got more of your phone calls on the all-time sports robberies off of Florida State not making it into the top four college football playoff. What else you got? People in sports, teams, cities, fan bases, who got jobbed? 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Straight ahead. I got to tell you, we put this out and the response has been huge. On Wednesdays, we do something called the Great Debate Series around here. Uh, It's something loosely based on the news of the week. So the news of the week is Florida State getting robbed of a spot in the college football playoffs. So we asked you for the biggest sports robberies, screw jobs, injustices, however you want to put it. And the the ones you guys are coming up with are amazing. We have our own. Uh, Chris Vanini is going to join us right now. He's a senior college football writer for The Athletic. I mean, Chris, you cover college football. Like, this is right up your alley. Uh, Florida State is is probably a big screw job. Is there a bigger one that you can remember? I'm going to have to go back to my childhood. Uh, 1997, the WWF Survivor Series. Sean Michaels <laughs> and Bret Hart in Montreal. The Montreal screw job where Bret Hart didn't tap out and the referee said he did. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Michaels won the WWF Championship. Wait, but Chris, what about college football? You know, the sport you cover. <laughs> 
You know, there, uh, there's uh, what the fifth down uh, that was uh, Nebraska, Missouri. Uh-huh. Uh, there, there, there have been a lot of pretty famous ones. I think across college, uh, college football, that one comes to mind. Yeah, Chris, where do you stand? Do you think Florida State got screwed? I, I don't want to say screwed. I just think I, it felt inconsistent with what the committee has always done. And opening the door of having an undefeated Power 5 team not make it, I don't like that. I don't like the committee saying, yeah, Jordan Travis, this is basically your fault for getting injured. I, I mean, to see that tweet that Travis sent out saying, I wish I had broken my leg earlier was just gutting i think for for anybody and it, it's the first time really that the, i mean some of the committee members have now said anonymously we didn't think this florida state could compete for the national championship and it's the first time ever that the committee has basically projected uh what it thinks will happen and that's why it made the decision that's usually never the way it's happened before chris Benini's joining us from the athletic okay but what do you think is going to happen now that we have our final four we've got michigan we've got washington we've got texas we've got alabama who do you think wins it all i think we're going to have two really good semifinal games and i think if the point was to create the most interesting semifinal games the committee did do that yeah i think michigan's only favored by like two points against Alabama last I saw. I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama was favored, honestly, by the time that comes. I mean, you could pick any of these teams. I think Texas has a real shot. I think Alabama has a real shot. I might say that Texas and Alabama, the three and four seeds, actually, may be my two top picks of the four to win the championship. I retired to Chris Vanini, of course, of The Athletic. We were trying to sort out the big story yesterday in college football. Well, one of the many big stories. Yeah, it's been a every, big week everybody's transferring. Uh, was the NCAA president, Charlie Baker, unveiled a new plan for a subdivision within Division One sports where you would be able to pay athletes, I believe, uh, a minimum of 30000 So this was announced by the NCAA yesterday. Is this something that is going to happen? And what what are these sort of immediate impacts of this proposal? Well, it's it's not official. It's very early. It's going to have to go through a lot of feedback and adjustments. I don't think this specific thing will be the thing that happens. But it's the first time really ever the NCAA has opened the door and said, you know, we need to pay players. And, and, and the reason for that is because there are a number of lawsuits that are coming down the pipe uh, that could make athletes employees, that could result in NIL back payments, could blow the entire thing up, really. And the NCAA has been lobbying Congress. The commissioners have been lobbying Congress to say, hey, we need an antitrust exemption. We need some federal NIL uh, legislation. They were in D.C. a couple of weeks ago. So now this, they come out with their, the NCAA comes out with this proposal, and now they can say to Congress, "Hey, look, we have a plan. If you grant us this exemption, we have a plan that's going to provide money to athletes, provided equally through Title IX and stuff like that." So yeah, it'd be a minimum. The, the idea in general is a minimum of thirty thousand dollars per athlete, equal to male and female, and it has to be for at least half of your athletes. So that could come out to anywhere between. $6 million to $15 million annually for schools in the Power Four conferences at minimum would be able to pay that and maybe the high-end group of fives as well. Chris, you know, the transfer portal has become like the thing and especially for quarterbacks, but all high-end recruits maybe basically being free agents. How, would this legislation, how would that impact what we see now with the transfer portal, if at all, do you think? 
I don't know if it'd make any difference uh, one way or another. I mean, it does, you know, tra- transfers are kind of its own thing, but it got tied into NIL because it happened at the same time. And another thing that this proposal would do would allow schools to directly uh, enter into NIL agreements with their athletes. That is not allowed right now. It's basically done via third parties, boosters, collectives, and stuff like that. It would bring in a lot more in-house because it's kind of a weird situation right now where all of the a lot of the money going toward the talent, going toward the athletes, is coming from boosters and sponsors and outside people and not the school itself. So this is an idea of, hey, the schools are making all this money, all this television revenue. You know, it's time that a lot of that starts going to the athletes, something that Jim Harbaugh obviously has been very public about saying needs to happen. Chris, what about the Title IX implications? In the reports, it says if a player, if a male player gets $30,000, a female athlete, student athlete, will also be required to get $30,000. How would that logistically work? Which, what type of females athlete would get that money to match the football team, for example? Uh, at least right now, it sounds like anybody you feel is worthy. And it, 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 a lot of these are minimums, by the way. It's a minimum of half your athletes minimum $30,000 each per athlete, whatever you do. But if you want to give $50,000 to all of your football players, then an 85, an equal number of female athletes are going to have to receive that money as well, because that's what has to fit under title nine. And that's why like a lot of these collectives, some of these collectives that are working as charity, some of them are like quasi within the school uh, may be violating Title IX if football basketball players are making a lot more of the money. Now you can say, hey, the football team, they're the ones who make all the money for the athletic department. And that's true. And that's why some people still think athletes need to be employees because then it's not under Title IX. But the NCAA doesn't want them to be employees, so this is an attempt to uh, not prevent that from happening. And as a result, female athletes would be making a lot more money. Chris, we got about 30 seconds left on this one. What do you think has been the best new coaching hire in college football so far? Uh, let me, uh, you know, one that popped up last night, New Mexico hired Bronco Mendenhall, uh, kind of out of, out of nowhere. He had a really successful run at BYU. He took Virginia to an Orange Bowl a couple of years ago. So it, it's a coaching cycle in which some of the toughest jobs in college football have opened up, but they've they've made some pretty good hires, and I think that, Uh, is a really good one that might go under the radar. Chris, can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Chris Vanini is a senior college football writer for The Athletic. I hope we'll be checking in with you again soon, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. He's also, by the way, has a wrestling podcast. So his choosing the Montreal Screwjob is the greatest injustice in sports history. Not a surprise. (laughs) Well, quickly, let's go John in Arkansas. John, you also wanted to say the Montreal Screwjob was the biggest robbery in the history of sports. Yeah, I did. Well, actually, my son is a huge wrestling fan, so he's like, "You got to say the screw job. You got to say the screw job." <laughs> so yeah, he kind of stole my thunder there. But I do have a question. Um, you guys were talking about Jalen Hurts. When's the last time you saw somebody go into the tunnel with concussion protocol and then come out and play? Well, yeah, it, it was surprising to me. It was shocking, John. Thank you. I mean, didn't this happen with Tua last year? They said it was a back injury, and he went back out, and then he got hurt again, right? Am I uh, remembering all this correctly? I don't remember. Did Tua actually go into the locker room, though, or did he go into the blue tent? I'm not sure. That did feel Good weird. Point. Once you leave the play field, it's rare to come back like okay. that. Keep them coming, guys. The biggest all-time robberies, injustices, screw jobs, whatever you want to call them in sports. This is off of Florida State. 
not making it into the top four of the college football playoff. We see you on the phone. We are going to get to you next. It's all about you. 855-212-4CBS. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.